0: Kinichiwa, Mini-san.
1: Hello and welcome to Famicast 45, your Famicast for late November 2014. I'm your host, Danny Bivens, and today I'm joined by Mr. James Charlton.
2: The boys are back. Indeed.
1: And also, Ty Shugerts.
0: Happy Thanksgiving, Batman.
1: <laughs> yeah, so this is a bit of a holiday episode that won't be hitting you in time, but that's totally fine, I
2: guess? Question Sorry, you Thanking what then?
1: Yeah, sorry, British (laughs) people don't understand what we're talking about. They're like a different language or something.
0: Welcome to the Christmas episode, everybody.
1: (laughs) Is that where you thank British
2: people for giving you life or something? No,
1: we would never do that. That's blasphemy, (laughs) my friend.
2: (laughs) All I I know is that American people seem to kill each other for like stuffed animals around about this time. Amen. That's about Black Friday. I don't know why that means. Indians. yo yeah
0: it's it's like the black of death and endless <laughs> destruction
2: mm-hmm. there's a legit website called like black friday and it and, and they <laughs> update it every time somebody dies i think it's on like six or something now
0: <laughs> yeah sounds about right
2: <laughs> yeah god bless america <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah so we got another action-packed show for you guys here today, a lot of cool stuff in the news happening, a lot of your letters and different tweets and stuff that were coming at us. Um, before we get into the episode, though, I, I hope you guys actually listened in to the live episode that we did on the uh, NWR podcast, or God, <laughs> Telethon live yeah, podcast. Yeah, the big
0: charity thing.
1: Yeah, we uh, we all did that, had a great time with the 8-4 guys, and uh James, you seem like you had something more you wanted to say about this. Well,
2: that's already been uh, edited down into its own show on this feed. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are subscribed to the Famicast feed, you will have got that already. Right. So you can enjoy that with like added music and uh, a few kind of technical hiccups that have been cut out, things mm-hmm. like that. But uh, yeah, then the 8-4 the guys were, were kind enough to mention us on their show, which was uh, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it seems like they enjoyed themselves and we enjoyed ourselves. And it seems like they're up for doing it every year, you know, going forward. We haven't pissed them off, so they don't want to do it ever again. Yeah.
0: I'll
1: get back to work on that. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's coming. That's coming very soon, so... <laughs>
2: well, you know, if A4 Plays start having a game called, you know, Real or Not, or something like that, or something along those lines, you know, that uh, Ty has had an influence on their show. Yeah, definitely. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I'd be, I'll be as mad as the guy I stole it from,
2: <laughs> which is about two different British TV shows from the seventies. I might add. <laughs> you would say that because <laughs> it's true.
1: I know we, we, we've we've discussed this before. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I guess with all that said, we're going to go ahead and take a very quick break here and move on to new business. And James is going to go ahead and kick us off with new business.
2: Woo. Well, I've got some new business which doesn't involve me playing anything, but I do have some exciting new business. So um, the now that the two-year beta period of the Wii U is over, <laughs> I finally feel comfortable to buy one.
1: That means so, uh, beta
2: for you guys out there that speak normal English. There you go. Thanks for translating. I feel <laughs> like beta. What the hell is that? Yeah. Um, we also say Betamax, by the way, just in case you were wondering. Oh, God, really? <laughs> I was wondering. <laughs> that's, that's
1: cool, question mark. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've got an American Spidey sense for that kind of thing. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's years of talking to Americans and they're like, you know, don't understand what I'm saying. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I um I started browsing the interwebs for good deals in... um. Back in the UK, because I think I've mentioned it before. I think I've decided. I decided a while back to get a European uh, console this this time around. Because um, I mean, I've kind of swung back all over the place. I mean, I obviously I grew up buying PAL systems because you know I didn't have the money to import stuff and didn't even know about importing stuff really. I'm not a Greg Leahy who somehow, at the age of 11, knew to import a Super Famicom. <laughs> I don't know. I think maybe his family were onto it or something. I don't know. But, yeah, I didn't really know about any of that stuff back then. Um, so, yeah, I suffered through the worst you know, droughts ever. You know, the, the PAL SNES was, you know, pretty bad for, like, you know, RPGs and, you know, Chrono Trigger not coming out, mm-hmm. Mario RPG not coming out, all that kind of stuff, which I've complained about billions of times and have just done again just now. Uh, <laughs> but then when it came around to the, you know, the N64 was kind of like this, the, the straw that broke the camel's back. And I was like, you know, fuck this. And for the GameCube, I just imported a Japanese one because mm-hmm. um, it came out way earlier. had, you know, Smash Brothers, which is you know, timely to talk about. Um, yeah. And Smash Brothers Melee was in English all on the disc so it was like no hassle to you know i didn't know any japanese at that point
3: mm-hmm.
2: um uh so that was you know no hassle to import that and that was when uh what was it called Sang. does mm-hmm. anyone remember that website yeah yes
3: course.
2: god rest its soul um <laughs> it was the best truly and uh yeah sony closed it down by the way hashtag never forget <laughs>
0: yeah and i've never forgiven them for that yeah fuck
2: thanks. those guys Because they didn't want grey imports of PSPs, because, you know, (laughs) like, you know, that was actually probably helping the PSP sales, you know, globally more than anything. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) So, you know, they shot themselves in the foot, so they probably deserved that. But anyway, um, so yeah, that was an awesome website. Got my Japanese, you know, multi region actually. It had a nice switch at the back, so I could play, even play American games too. So, which i might it?
1: add i am the owner of that gamecube now yeah
2: yeah you now own that uh partially broken game yeah it's sitting in
1: my closet it's still broken
0: <laughs> um, i have one too um i actually had it modified through NCSX, i believe yeah yeah, that's a yeah nice, a good there's site. a nice yeah. little button and everything
2: yeah is it a switch or have you got the reset button one
0: It's a button that clicks down and then you press again, it it pops back out.
2: Oh, okay. Slightly different from mine. Mine's a literal switch. (laughs) Hmm. Um, Hey, yeah. I think later on they replaced it. They actually just incorporated it with the reset button. If you just reset the system, it flicked the region. Hmm. So that was the kind of the best. That was the final, you know, third generation of the uh, region modding that they did towards Hmm. the end of the, the system. But anyway. So yeah, obviously I enjoyed um importing American games because, you know, compared to the prices in England, you know, it was actually cheaper to import American games and Japanese mm-hmm. games than Woo! buy than buy <laughs> in England, which is, you know, kind of crazy if you think about it. Um so yeah, I got like, you know, Metroid Prime, I got the American one, but you know, Smash, I got the Japanese one. I got whatever came out first. You couldn't read it because there's no use and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah prime has, should have at least two U's in it in england <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that was an awesome awesome time the gamecube was like you know a very uh, enjoyable time i had you know access to all the games that i wanted you know as uh, much earlier than any of my friends in england which was uh, pretty cool
0: were you smug about it
2: you couldn't believe how smug I was about that. Good, <laughs> especially Metroid Prime because I think it came out like almost a year earlier in the US. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! So it's pretty bad for them. Um, so yeah, and then when it came around to the Wii, uh, obviously it kind of made sense to keep going with that theme. Uh, unfortunately, there wasn't there wasn't a mod straight out the gate, so I had to choose. I thought, oh, you know, I'll just go for the American one because I had maybe like. Sixty percent American games, forty percent Japanese, and I had the uh, what do you call it, the freeloader. Mm -hmm. Right. So the freeloader works, you know, so I could play all the games anyway. But then Nintendo, in their infinite wisdom, decided to block the freeloader. So for for a good while, I couldn't play about forty percent of my GameCube games, (laughs) which was quite annoying. But you know, I had still had my GameCube for that, so. And then, you know, things started to uh, go a bit pear-shaped with uh, Nintendo of America. Uh, Things started getting pretty shitty, and games started not coming out and being late or, you know, worse and things like that. And, you know, I was getting slightly pissed off with uh, Reggie by the end of the Wii's life. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. So this generation, I thought, you know, fuck it. NOE have really booked up their ideas, and they are... Probably doing things a lot better than NOA at the moment. You know they got better deals. You know, you know things like the cross cross buy thing that Guillaume mentioned on the last uh, episode of RFN the <laughs> with, Squid Squid's yes. Odyssey thing. Yeah, so with the one game, but I mean, still that's one, better, that's <laughs> better than none game, yeah. in any other region. Yeah, well, it's just you know Reggie just straight up said no, not allowed. That's <laughs> not allowed in NOA, You know, and you know, but just like the special editions that NOA are doing, and you know just so much uh, many better offers and just also financially you know I have access to British money because I'm British <laughs> <laughs> unbelievably so you know it just makes a lot more sense you know I can ask friends and family to send me games a lot easier you know mm-hmm. I don't have uh, people I can trust in America because you know no one's trustworthy. in yeah, I was going to say well there's <laughs> that <laughs> <laughs> no 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 what I mean I don't have family or whatever in the States right so yeah Long story short, no, long story long, <laughs> uh, I decided to get a European Wii U, and uh, yeah, I found this uh, good deal on uh, Amazon, UK. It was like 250 for the, the Mario Kart Premium Bundle. You know, well, it's just the deluxe model with Mario Kart 8. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, 250 was okay, and I think I had like a £10 voucher off, mm-hmm. and... Then this weird thing happened, I put it in my basket, it said uh, 240 and then I clicked on the shipping address and I, uh, I, I was initially going to send it to my parents and get them to send it to me, resend it to me in Japan because, you know, I don't know if you know, you've, you've probably experienced this, you try and buy stuff on amazon.com or whatever and it just refuses to send it to Japan. Sure. Right, you know, it definitely happens with games. I mean, games are pretty much, you know, a big no-no.
1: Right. I mean, you know, I mean, there's a lot of different factors, but most of the time, yeah,
2: Yeah. maybe PlayStation games are better for that. It it, it, it,
1: sometimes it depends on like what company is releasing the game and like all that type of stuff. Sometimes it's like a first party type of thing. Then hell no. If it's a Nintendo game,
2: yeah, right. Yeah, right. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So I just like I was almost kind of laughing to myself as I tried to. Um, send it to my Japanese address. I was like, yeah, this is a good joke. Ha, ha, ha. Let's go and tweet a screenshot of it. You know, the red text that's about to come up. Uh And then it said, accepted. I was like, what?
3: (laughs) 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 What? I was like,
2: you're going to send this to Japan? And then I looked at the shipping cost and it was like eight (laughs) pounds. Which Uh is like, you know, about a thousand yen. And then I went again (laughs) (laughs) and then for some reason the the tax that we pay called VAT in the the UK, um, I don't know what you call it in the States, like consumption tax or something or whatever you call it. In Japan, it's like 8% at the moment, right? So for some reason, the tax didn't show up and it was like 0% tax. So the price went down to 200 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, it was 195 pounds. So this like 250 pound bundle, I was now getting for 195 pounds sent to Japan. And I just honestly, I thought that I'd broken Amazon or something. You <laughs> and probably I still, did. <laughs> I still don't understand how it happened. So I sent it to my home and yeah, just yeah, literally a couple of hours before recording the show, it arrived. it's Hmm. just like how how did this happen i just you know i was expecting a brick in the box with a sign you know this with a post-it note stuck in it like haha sucker you thought you had it for that price (laughs) but um, (laughs) no it really did come and it's it's exactly what i ordered and it's amazing and i've got the smash on Mm pre-order uh which i think comes out like in the next couple of days in the in Europe, I think it's
1: like in the next couple of
2: hours, if not right yeah, now. Yeah, it could be, yeah, you could be right. Next couple of hours. So you know, and so I managed to get that and uh, Mario U, New Super Mario Brothers U for like ten pounds. Wow, <laughs> brand new. Which I don't know that game. Just I don't know, nobody wants it anymore. Or whatever. No, it's, it's still a good game. That's a really good deal. Yeah, yeah. So I got like Smash and Mario Brothers U for like £60 uh, delivered to Japan uh, via another shop. Um, Rakuten, I don't know. Do you know Rakuten? Of course, yeah. It's it's big in Japan, but, you know, for some reason they now, they've gone worldwide and Rakuten has become a thing in the UK. I don't know about the States. (laughs) It's just very bizarre to hear a Japanese shop, you know, with .co.uk at the end of it. Uh, Yeah,
1: I'm pretty sure it's not a big thing in in America. (laughs) Because I, yeah, I I don't think so.
2: Yeah, and uh, they offered uh, free delivery to Japan, which I don't know. Maybe it's because it's owned by a Japanese company or something. I don't know. (laughs) So I got, yeah, I got that. Yeah, like like I said, sixty pounds for those two games with uh, free delivery. So, so in total, I got uh, the bundle. I got Mario Kart Eight, Smash, and Mario Brothers. For two hundred and sixty, wow, which you even to this day you cannot, you know, combined price is probably somewhere near three fifty. So I, I'm kind of confused, and I'm also really, really happy, yeah, with my purchase. And like I said, it just arrived, so I haven't played any of the games. And um, I'm gonna buy a Japanese uh, uh, AC adapter to make sure it doesn't explode. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, if anyone, if there are any British people listening who live in Japan, you know, all one of you that may be listening. um, (laughs) I think that there's at least one guy who's who's listening. Um, I contacted Nintendo UK and said, uh, I sold them some bullshit story. I was like, Yeah, I've got this friend who's like going to Japan next year and he was wondering if his Wii U works in Japan. And they said, Yeah, if you buy a. Japanese AC adapter and plug it in to the British Wii U, it will work. And Hmm. we actually recommended that
3: Mm -hmm.
2: instead of one of those little travel adapter things, Mm -hmm. you know, buy the proper AC adapter. So I'm going to do that.
1: No, I, you know, my my first time I ever went to Europe, I I had brought my Wii. Because it was around the time the Wii first came out and I, you know, just wanted to play with my friends. And um, yeah, my AC adapter got completely fried in europe because <laughs> i was just using an american one and it was just completely destroyed
2: with a little travel adapter thing
1: no with no travel adapter I was stupid <laughs> what were wait, you thinking hold on maybe you just it okay. in? hold on let me let me think Does about this fit? for a second because you know what i no, okay <laughs> okay now you probably don't believe me because now i'm like backtracking and stuff right but no, i think i might have actually had one maybe from a friend but it just it still got fried and i was like this is weird so i had to buy another one And then, like, literally four days after I got back from that trip, I went to Japan to come and live.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) So, yeah, there you go. I know some people don't like, you know, stories about how you got stuff. So, I'm sorry if that bored you to tears. But, you know, that's my story and I'm sticking to it.
0: Hmm, Cool. You lucked out on Amazon.
2: Yeah. 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 Thanks, Amazon.
0: Yeah, I'll keep that in mind. Maybe I'll try to order a random thing from the U.S. sooner or later.
2: Yeah, you might be lucky. And it might go through. <laughs> or I might have ruined it for everybody by telling on a podcast <laughs> and uh, they've blocked it.
0: <laughs> we'll just edit it out. Yeah, yeah it's we'll the last good. twenty minutes. Mm-hmm.
2: And that's how I got a Wii U legally in Japan. They <laughs> yeah, edit that edit to that point. <laughs>
3: yeah. mm-hmm.
1: Cool. Well, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing your impressions of the system. I mean, you know, we've obviously, James, you and I, we've played my Wii U at your place. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's it's right. different to have your own, you know, so you can just kind of just take your time and do what you want to do with it and stuff. And you got some pretty cool games to play. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing your impressions about it, man. Yeah,
2: there's some there's some crazy deals on, on games these days as well, like, you know. Launch release titles are now you know like eight quid or stuff like that, brand new. So <laughs> yeah. I'll probably be able to get you know a lot more games than I would have. Zombie U, U for like, like one yeah Euro. yeah, <laughs> yeah like Zombie U one pound. is ridiculously cheap at the moment. It's like <laughs> I think I saw it for like six ninety nine. Oh man, <laughs> it's like ridiculous. Hmm. Some reason Luigi U is still it's it's more expensive than Mario U. I don't understand that. But wow. <laughs> But yeah, definitely some smash uh, impressions next next episode. Yeah. Sure. Cool. i true. All
1: right, cool. Well, uh, James, thanks for that. We'll go ahead and take one more quick musical break. And on the other side, we'll be back with some more new business. And Ty is gonna go ahead and continue, Well, talk about some more new business here.
0: Yeah, new business, serious business. <laughs> N- not really. It's been the same old fighting games as always. <laughs> but uh, oh, well, I got I brought back a, some Nintendo sixty four games from the states. I think I mentioned that before. Mm-hmm. Played a couple of them at a final round at the, you know, just a little casual station set up. It's fun. Um. But, okay, there's a game I'm going to be playing tomorrow that I'm very excited about. Hey-o. yo, is the arcade version uh-huh. of Skullgirls. Yes, it's happening. Yeah. Boom!
3: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, arcade version of Skullgirls is doing a lo- t- location test this weekend in Tokyo. Uh-huh. And maybe also Osaka, I'm not sure. hmm uh-huh. mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But yeah. Like it's it's amazingly rare for um an American game to get an arcade release in Japan. Mm-hmm. Am I right?
2: Yeah, for real. Killer Instinct.
0: <laughs> yeah, nope. <laughs> never never got a J- Japan release other really? than Yeah, other than arcade operators that imported it. Hmm.
2: There was never any uh, Kira Instinct.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nope, never. Well, Damn. the Xbox One version officially has a Japan release. Right. Yeah, I played played it in Japanese. Huh.
2: What's uh Orchard called?
0: <laughs> Did you just say it with a with the ch sound? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: That's uh, that's the original uh, British pronunciation. No it isn't.
3: Don't bullshit
0: me. We're not laughing with you, we're <laughs> laughing
2: at you. You've been exposed <laughs> as a fraud. <laughs> oh, well, what's TJ uh TG Combo called then? Stop it. <laughs> Next you're telling me is not called Sinder.
3: <laughs>
2: I'll stop now. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, I, I have my own nicknames for a lot of the characters. Like, you know, Fulgore is basically a ripoff of the Predator. Mm-hmm. And then Sabre Wolf, like, I'll just call him, like, Air Bud or Dr. Dogballs or whatever. <laughs> 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 but, uh, yeah, Skullgirls arcade version, is coming up very soon. Location test. I'm going to go play it tomorrow and probably tweet about it a lot. So. I'll have already tweeted about it by the time the listeners are listening to this. Right. Oh, there it is. Yeah.
2: There
0: you go. So, um, <laughs> though you, uh, funny you should mention Killer Instinct. The new character came out a couple of days ago. His name is Conra. He he's like a mummy guy.
2: Mum-ra.
0: Uh, Ra. But, yeah, he feels like a Guilty Gear character they accidentally put in Killer Instinct. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of traps, a lot of weird things, a lot of setups and long-range throws and long-range normals. And, yeah, he's weird.
2: <laughs> he can only be de- defeated by a lion man with a sword. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like... um. All right, so Killer Instinct uh, got a new developer for the second season. And, you know, they're a bunch of fighting game guys. Like, the main guy is Keats. Um, And I feel like uh, they're basically trying to make the the most complicated wet dream fighting game characters they can. (laughs) So... I I think they said like Conrad's like to be the most complicated one they release in season two, mm-hmm. um, I hope so. It's like, yeah, you you can make some really weird characters like like Maya had all has like these unique resources and stuff, and TJ Combo has like all the the off the wall recapture stuff. So, like, I want to see if by the end of season two they can actually make like a simple character that beginners can play. Hmm. Would be nice. So,
2: is yeah. uh, Spinel an easy character? <laughs> Stop it! Well. Stop it! His name is Skeletor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what about Glados? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I love Crisco and Folgers <laughs> and Orchard. <laughs> and <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I don't hate him or anything. I think he's cool, but it does seem weird. I think that's what they're going for. Cool. But uh, other than fighting games, I've been playing, you know, random Xbox One arcade games. Like, okay, a different... Between the Xbox One and the 360 they have for downloadables is, as far as I can tell, there's uh, a policy in place where all the downloadable arcade games and stuff, they all have to be a 1,000 achievement points, huh. like pre-DLC. Mm-hmm. And that has led to some weird situations where, like, um, are, are you guys familiar with Pinball FX2? Uh,
2: should I be? Is that an iPad game?
0: <laughs> mm, it might be out on iPad, I don't know. It's
2: basically I think I've seen it on the iPad on the App Store. Yeah.
0: yeah, it it's basically a pinball game, and you just buy the game is free, but you buy uh, each of the yeah, boards. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 yeah.
3: I
2: remember, yeah.
0: So like on three sixty, like you know, you'll get like fifty available achievement points in the board or whatever. Mm-hmm. But as far as I know, because of the policy they have, the the version on Xbox One. There's like a free board that comes with it now, and you can get a thousand achievement points off of that one board.
2: Hmm. Okay, I I have a legitimate question for you Xbox people. So that when, would be me going going from like <laughs> going from three hundred and sixty, where obviously you probably have hundreds, if not thousands of you know Xbox Live arcade games and you know all those downloadable games and stuff, and obviously nothing carries over to Xbox.
0: Actually actually some things do yeah pinball fx2 all the boards carry over
2: okay that that, that they've ported at least but when you go to the xbox live store on the xbox one it's obviously it's pretty bare bones compared to the 360 right yeah
0: not a lot of games out yet
2: right 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 so are you are you intending on keeping your 360 you know until it bites the dust kind of thing
0: yeah, I mean, I still have like all my old consoles going back to the '80s. So yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Actually, if you have a uh, both consoles, it's a pretty sweet deal because you can use your you have your one like universal Xbox Live account, and you're able to get the free games on both systems. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, so it's like yeah, you get two free games a month on 360 and Xbox One. So like you're paying fifty bucks a year, probably less if you bought your card off at of amazon and right. uh so and you're getting like four free games a month
2: you know you know i actually appreciate the way microsoft do things as opposed to sony you know i mean <clears throat> i think i'm more interested in the ps4 as a the console but like the way they do ps plus you know they say everything is free but as you have to keep subscribing for it to remain free yeah you know if you stop subscribing you lose everything right right but with xbox live they seem to give you the games straight up right
0: that's right
2: and uh you know if you don't subscribe or you know whatever your subscription runs out you still can play the games
0: that's right and you can just re-download them whenever you want because they're on your account
2: because if there's a game that i'm i really want and i want to keep i wouldn't get the the free ps plus version i would i would like to buy it at a discount so i can you know have it forever as opposed to just getting it temporarily free, kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I guess it depends. I mean, you know, I'm I'm a member of PlayStation Plus, and I guess mm-hmm. <clears throat> it, it just depends on kind of how long you intend to do PlayStation Plus. How long? I mean, you know, if you have a game that's not relatively long or anything like that, you can just beat it and be done with it or whatever. But yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I I definitely see that. Where I, I'm very much in the same vein where I like having something and being able to have it all the time.
2: <laughs> it's, it's good for the uh, throwaway games on on PS Plus. If there's something like you are kind of mildly interested in, it's like you know, you know, download it for free, play it, you know, whatever, delete it. Who gives a shit? Everything on my Vita. <laughs> <laughs>
3: there you go. Yeah,
2: but if it's something like legitimately cool, like something like Journey or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. you you wouldn't want to get that for free. In mm-hmm. quotation marks, you probably want to have that to, for keepsies, right?
1: Right, and I, I'm actually coming up on having to renew my PlayStation Plus account for the first time and you know I have some cool games on my PS3 that I haven't really had a chance to play I, some of them in the case like again like like uh Shadow of the Colossus HD remake I, you know I played that back in the day it's a, it's a really cool game and it's actually good to be able to play the game in a, a proper frame rate where it's not like
2: 10 frames a second or something you know right with a frame rate <laughs> with the frame rate it's it's fun to play <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, even Nintendo in their bare bones, barely knowing that the internet exists ways, <laughs> um, at least, you know, those club Nintendo coins you can get, you know, VC games and stuff, and, you know, you can keep them, right? They're yours. Right, or right. If you, if you trade in your coins or whatever. Right. And all the, the cash back from the deluxe promotion, you know, that's real money that you can buy real games with, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not like, you know, pretend money. Uh, runs out if you don't subscribe to something right right oh by the way my uh, Wii U does have a deluxe subscription thing in it so <laughs> I'll probably go, I'm going to be one of like the last guys ever it's like this is ending it. in two weeks exactly fuck you. yeah <laughs> I think I've got like a month, is it a month or something? basically <laughs> the it's December basically at the end it says fuck you Nintendo yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right we fuck you <laughs> um so yeah i'll probably just fly, try and buy like well I hope shovel knight comes out before in europe before the end of the year <laughs> mm-hmm. i think it's coming out soon right last on the list of countries unfortunately hmm.
0: i hope someone gifts me that on steam <laughs> oh that and oh shoot lethal league have you guys seen this game, Lethal League?
1: No, I have not.
2: Is it football?
0: <laughs> no, it, it's it's very similar to Smash Brothers. It's like it's like a four player fighting game, but it's not. <laughs> like you you can't actually attack the other players. What there is <laughs> is that there, there's a ball, and <laughs> you hit the ball, and the ball ricochets off the walls, ceiling, and floor. And if you get hit by the ball, you die, <laughs> and so it beco- and every time it gets hit, it goes faster, so it's kind of like like going into the bathroom and driving a golf ball as hard as you can, <laughs> <laughs> except with four people in it <laughs> and it's it it's really cheap on steam it is fun as heck, and I do not have my own copy yet
2: oh. Did you guys ever play that game like in the nineties? It, it was kind of like um a mixture between American football but like it was in the future and you threw like it was like a metal ball and it's like from a top down perspective. It was on like, you know, the PC or whatever.
0: Sounds very familiar. Oh,
2: and what was it called? It was something ball like blitzball or something or oh, death ball or something like that Say
1: blitzball we're getting the final fantasy 10 category you know, oh right. so. maybe that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: It, it i know it was something like that it's on the tip of my yeah. tongue
2: it was huge in um in europe maybe less so in the states but um yeah there were there's quite a few versions of it going around and i thought that was a really fun sports but not really a sports game <laughs> you know in the same way nba jam isn't really a you know a a basketball simulation (laughs) right it's way better it's way better Exactly. exactly
0: all right yeah I believe that wraps up my new business
1: cool all right well we'll go ahead and take another quick musical break and then I'll go ahead and close this out on the other side Right, and I'm here to close out new business. Um, Not really much coming from my end. Uh, This is kind of like what James and I talked about in the last uh, live episode of the of the Famicast. I've been playing a bit of uh, Captain Toad, and um, actually, just last night I beat the final mission in like the single player mode. And um, you know, like I had mentioned in the live episode, you know, it starts out pretty easy, where these missions really aren't that tough to get through, and you know, like I said, you're, you're kind of searching for these diamonds or gems or whatever the heck they're going to translate that to whenever it comes out in the, the English uh, regions and stuff. But, uh, I mean, that, that's part of the challenge because, I mean, you can get through the levels in basically no time and just grab the star and just be done with it. But, you know, kind of the challenge is, you know, getting these three gems in each level. And then at the same time, too, there's like an additional objective that you're trying to get to, like sometimes, hey, collect this amount of coins or, do this or that, don't get hit by this enemy, kill all these enemies, you know, stuff like that. So, I mean, that that's the type of thing that can help you build up more time when you're actually playing this game. And, um, you know, I, I think in the whole game, minus like the, the ex- extra stages, like I said, that are from Super Mario 3D World, which I have unfortunately not had a chance to actually go through yet, but I've only missed two of the gyms out of probably like over 150 or something. So yeah, I, I've been kind of seriously playing the crap out of this game and um yeah, like I said, like basically the last 10 stages of the game are actually pretty freaking challenging and I mean, one of them it's 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 kind of a thing where uh, okay, let's say you're going you're going up this platform, right? And there there is like this poison water or something that is kind of creeping up as you're going up as well. And at the same time, there are like these ghosts and all this crap too, that are just kind of coming at you while you're trying to do this, not fall in this, you know, this poison water and trying to, you know, make sure you're going at a fast enough clip to not get killed. And, uh, you know, a lot of this type of stuff is is kind of going on in later stages and stuff. And, uh, it's, yeah, it's really, really fun and, um, really, really challenging towards the end. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure you guys out there in the West are going to enjoy this game. I mean, you know, like I said, I mean, it, it, it's quite a bit different than, you know, your standard Mario fare. But if you enjoyed at all any of the stuff that you played in Super Mario 3D World with the Captain
2: Toad stages, I mean, yeah, you're going to be right at home.
1: It's stuff's pretty cool. So,
2: so, so what percentage is the, the Mario 3D World levels of the game? Oh, say?
1: I think it's a pretty small percentage. Okay. I, I think there are literally are maybe about 70 stages that are Captain Toad, and then just maybe a handful that are actually Super Mario 3D World stages. So, right. But, yeah. Yeah, um,
2: yeah. you were worried about spoiling, if that was a spoiler last time. And, right. Uh, and uh, John Ricciardi on A 4 made exactly the same. Uh, kind of <laughs> spoilery statement, so mm-hmm. I think it's mm-hmm. pretty much out there now. <laughs> okay, well everybody knows. I mean, yeah, I mean, like I said, there's
1: I haven't played all of them, but there seems to be, I don't know, less than twenty stages that are Super Mario 3D World, and maybe maybe around ten. I I, I don't know because I haven't done them all yet, but you know, somewhere between that, and then the rest are basically kind of original stages that are really fun and really creative it's on at some times. So How many hours
2: do you think you put into it?
1: I, I checked, and actually, I think eleven hours um, okay. doing it. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, considering it's a it's a discounted game, and you know that type of thing, I mean, that, that's not bad at all, and it's a lot of fun. So, yeah, why not? But
2: that's good. That's that's kind of my uh, my kind of range, you know. Like right, A it, 10, 10, 15 hour game, that sounds...
1: Mario I was going to say, e- even with Super Mario 3D World, I mean, I, okay, I did not go through and do like, all of the secrets, <laughs> the secret stuff, but I mean, yeah. I think I still sunk about 10 or 11 hours into the game. So, I mean, hey, and that's a full price game, <laughs>
2: you <laughs> know? Right, right, right. So, how, how far did you get in New Super Mario, Mario Brothers? U? Fuck, man! I quit playing
1: it. Well, I could playing the game like two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think I got about halfway through it, and then I just kind of just quit playing. And you know, maybe, maybe sometime soon, maybe I'll just start playing with my girlfriend. Um, she seems to be a little bit more into like two D games. It's not as complicated, right. and she. Well, I yeah. think
2: we were suffering from a bit of fatigue there, because didn't New Super Mario Brothers two on the 3DS come out like a month before that or something? Well, like basically,
1: it? yeah, basically came out like in August, and then you know the Wii U came out in December, November in the states. So, yeah, definitely a very limited time <laughs> there uh, for a, a breather.
2: So another good reason to wait two years for getting a Wii U. Yeah, for real.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: it'll be uh, fresh for me. I think the last, yeah, the last game I. New Mario Brothers game I played was like yeah the 3DS one, which I didn't really like that much anyway. (laughs) You complained about it for yeah two episodes. I
1: remember I I wrote a review about it back in the day too for New Super Mario Brothers uh, two on the 3DS, and you know I thought fundamentally you know it's a good game and you know there's nothing wrong with like the controls, just like the constant reuse of themes and music and all that type of crap. It's just really lazy and disappointing. You well, know, more than maybe, anything.
2: It'd be a good point to mention that on the site we're doing these um rev ah, review revisits. Revisits? That's the one there you go. Yeah. And, you know, it it definitely got me thinking, you know, like, you know, some of the earlier games like, you know, three D Land and Mario Kart Seven.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: and yeah, Mario Brothers two, you know. Did we overrate slash underrate any of those games? And, you know I think with Mario Kart Seven for me especially, um, yeah, looking back on that, it wasn't that hot, was it? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, it was very forgetful. I mean, I think right. I was kind of enamored by it just from you know because it was new or whatever. But yeah, when I think back, I really I stopped playing that game quite abruptly. No, <laughs> and never yeah, went back.
1: Same for me. I mean, with with Mario Kart Seven, I think I only played total play time maybe five hours, six hours. I it, it, I don't know. It just there's something about it I just couldn't get into like i could previous mario kart games like mario kart wii and ds i played for hours and hours and hours and even mario kart uh eight i mean i've played quite a bit of it not as much as i have like ds or wii but definitely more than i did seven uh, it's just something about it it's just more fun and just you it's, know it's
2: so hard to put my finger on what exactly it is that is missing i mean yeah probably a lot of features were missing i think that was probably part of it sure I don't think there was anything fundamentally wrong with it. No, driving, yeah, exactly.
1: Fundamentally think, so. like driving physics whatever, all that type of crap, all that stuff was fine. It's just I, I don't know. I I just yeah. found it hard to keep coming back and keep playing it. So Yeah,
2: it was just the lack of modes, I think. You know, right. the lack of mission mode and the um you know, the online didn't really have much to do and Yeah. Um yeah. And the street pass was kind of a bit half arsed as well.
1: I don't even remember what the hell I did with it. That's how forgetful yeah. it was for me.
2: It was just kind of like, I think it was just like, it was like the ghosts thing, but it wasn't really the ghosts oh. of the people. It was kind of like faking it or whatever. It was, ah, uh, yeah, very forgetful. Stupid. Yeah. Wild. Um, Ty, 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 are you still alive?
0: Yes, I am.
2: Are you playing <laughs> Mario Kart 8 at all?
0: Um, I got bored with it really fast. I haven't played it in <laughs> at least six weeks.
2: Okay. <laughs> so, but you'll switch on your Wii U for Smash, probably. Yeah. Hmm. Cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I talked about how I felt about Mario Kart Eight before. Right. Yeah. It. Yeah it it ended up being pretty dull because, of the, the severely lowered complexity of items. Basically. That's
2: gotcha. gotcha, it. Yeah. Right. I can see that. Only being able to hold one. Is another thing.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. that I mean, that's
2: basically it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it definitely changes the, the whole dynamic of the game. But
2: hmm. yeah, I'm looking forward to de- delving in afresh, and uh, it's been a while since I played America game And uh, looking forward to getting the DLC as well. Looks pretty mm-hmm. cool playing as Link and all that shiz. Mm-hmm.
0: How much is the DLC?
2: Isn't it like? $8 per pack.
1: Right. In Japan, you can get both together for 1,200 yen. So, I mean, you know, it's not too bad. Um, or, you know, like you said, basically 800 yen a pop. So.
2: Hey, we forgot to talk about amiibos. They're coming out. Who cares? <laughs> That's Ty done. So, Danny, what about you? You, you know. I, one, two, the whole a, set.
1: After hearing a lot of people talk about it on podcasts and stuff, I was almost convinced that I needed every single one of them. <laughs> But then I started listening to reason and logic and realized yeah. that's stupid for me because, well, it realistically, I, I just want them just to have them. I, I'm a collector, man. I, I like collecting a lot of like random stuff. I mean, I, I collect a lot of – I have collected a lot of Star Wars action figures and just even like video game stuff too. Sometimes I just have this stuff and I just think to myself like, what am I doing with this? I don't even use <laughs> with this. With my life. Yeah, what am I doing with my life? And. That, that's kind of what it would get to with Amiibo. For me, I think if I, even if, because I mean, people are saying like you know in the states, you know, right now Marth is so rare and all this stuff. And I thought, man, I'll just get a Marth and I'll be awesome. Like, no, <laughs> I'll still be me with the Marth big fucking deal, right?
0: I mean, I'll buy the misprint Samus to flip it on eBay.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, there you go. Yeah.
1: But you know, in in terms of actually like using them, I don't even know if I'd even want to use them. I kind of wanted to just have them just to have maybe a couple of them just for. I've decided,
2: I've decided to get one mm-hmm. just as a as a toy slash to see what it does kind of thing. Sure. You know? And just let my, you know, let my son play with it, you know, destroy as, it as, a, as an actual toy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think I'm going to get the Yoshi one because mm-hmm. I like Yoshi is my favorite character. But ironically, I don't like using him in Smash Brothers. So <laughs> 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 I'll just let him be the amiibo, you know, the figure player and make him get really strong but i'm personally never going to play as yoshi because i think he's a bad smash brothers character but Mm. that's just my opinion fair enough cool and also it makes no sense in mario kart because you know having a yoshi costume for your me when (laughs) uh, when yoshi is a playable character is kind of ridiculous you need a yoshi costume for your me james (laughs) i don't i really don't (laughs) Mm -hmm. But uh, there you have it. Yeah,
1: yeah, and that, that, that pretty much does it for me for new business. Like I said, Captain Toad, it's cool. Coming out to the West soon, unless you're in Europe. <laughs> Not too soon. <laughs> Is it next year? I think it's like in early January. So unfortunately, you guys out there have to wait a little bit longer. But you guys in the States, basically when we're getting Smash Brothers, you'll be getting Captain Toad. So, hey.
2: You'll be ignoring Captain Toad. Yeah, so you'll <laughs> be ignoring Captain Toad.
1: But, um, yeah, so... that that pretty much does it for me like I said get Captain Charlie it's a lot of fun Um, but if you don't well continue to enjoy Smash Brothers (laughs) so
2: in stores um, now yes
1: so with that we'll go ahead and take another break and go ahead and move into the news Alright, so uh, a lot of different things, well, maybe not so many different things happening in Japan <laughs> this month, but uh, I, I thought we can go ahead and start things off with the Media sales numbers from November 17th to November
2: 23rd. All these the... weird games in the top 10 I've never seen before. <laughs> what are these games? Why are they popular in Japan?
1: Yeah, yeah. So we'll go ahead and start up with the weirdest one from uh, number 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> this is actually Captain Toad Treasure Tracker on the Wii U. Uh, this is the second week that it was in the market about 13,000 almost 14,000 units up to about 41,000 here i don't think this actually cuz these are the media crate sales i don't believe this accounts for digital sales but still I, it's not too strong for like a first party published
2: and developed game but you got to s- say the uh, japanese title what it is, is it is, uh, susume Susu- Susume Kinopio taicho, taicho, which means march onwards, Captain Kinopio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great.
1: Yeah, actually, I, I like the logo, too, because I'm, basically the logos are almost the same, except for, you know, obviously replaced English with the Japanese mm-hmm. and stuff. And, uh, yeah, it still looks pretty cool in Japanese. But, um, yeah, so I I don't know what to think of that. I mean, this is probably one of those games with long legs, so uh, I would probably keep going on. Well, that it's still number
2: 10. Yeah, I mean, it's good. still, yeah, 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 you got a point pretty there. Good. And then skipping up to number eight is uh, Smash on 3DS, Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. 16,000, totaling 1.7 million. Right. In Japan alone, that's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, that's awesome. For real. Uh, Number seven, Yo-Kai Watch Mm -hmm. 2.1 and 2.2. (laughs) <laughs> I, is it is 2.3 coming out again? yeah it's think, coming out
1: yeah. it's coming out in december actually i saw the name it is not just yokai watch 2 3 or whatever the hell you said the other day <laughs> it's like there's um, I, I, I yes i i literally saw like the name the other day and i'm blanking on what it actually was but no that third version's coming out and i think mid-december or something so well it's I mean,
2: ganso honke so it's probably like elmo
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah let's just go with that. Elmo, <laughs> Elmo's coming out, and you know, yeah, this thing's going—it's it's still going pretty strong here. That that particular week, seventeen thousand units up to about two point eight million. So, yeah, level five making a, a pretty penny off this stuff for sure. You know, so. if
2: you go into a Japanese supermarket on a Saturday morning, mm-hmm. you'll more than likely see a huge line of kids and parents lined up, like before the supermarket opens. Mm -hmm. And every single one of them is waiting to buy the next batch of Yo-Kai Watch medals or Uh, the watch. uh Uh (laughs) It's just insane.
1: Yeah. And, man, I mean, you know, I remember going back to America in 2011. And I remember people talking about, you know, Angry Birds are everywhere. And I'm like, really? And then I went back and I was like, oh, they're Angry Birds Band-Aids, Angry Birds blah, blah, blah. Angry Birds, you know, plush toys. Basically, that's the type of thing with yokai watch. I mean, you see this stuff all over the place—band aids, plush toys, everywhere. I mean, you know, lunches. I mean, just potato chips. Yeah, last whatever.
0: weekend I was in Tokyo. So many mm-hmm. UFO catchers filled with yokai watch stuff. Oh
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. I tweeted a picture uh, a few weeks back of a yokai watch sausage. <laughs> I believe that is very real. There is <laughs> There's no hashtag on that photo. It's this is... just presented without comment. <laughs> yes,
1: this is not a fake or real. You don't have to guess. Oh,
2: get your, your get your yokai
1: watch sausages, kids. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I've been in Japan yeah. for too long. I didn't even question it.
1: I think we all have actually <laughs> at this point. It's ridiculous. Yep.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Uh, moving on up the list, Monster Hunter Four G, otherwise known as Monster Hunter Four Ultimate. In the West for 3DS, about twenty-eight thousand units, up to about two point one million here. Um, so yeah, that's still chugging along, and that just came out October, like October eleventh, same day as the 3D, new 3DS. Um, <laughs> uh, as one would, <laughs> what, what was that? No, um, what? <laughs> I might have. It might have been a combination of a burp and <laughs> gastric bypass. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't
2: think you'd hear that. <laughs> wow, lots lots of outtakes this episode. Yeah, yeah, there it is.
1: So, um,
2: moving on to number 2, um which is stupid cuz it's also the same as number 1, but it's not. <laughs> but number 2 is Oh Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire dual pack. So that means it's both games. So mm-hmm. if both games are in the pack and it sold ninety thousand, that's like another hundred and eighty thousand, I guess. Onto the total sales. Yeah. I don't like know it, how right? this is calculated, it's weird. So I guess this is for like your brother and sister duo, right? Or Right.
1: I mean, like you know, literally basically. this is a this is a two
2: pack of the game and they're just counting it as a separate skew. So or for just nerds who wanna to connect their two 3ds's that they, you know, they own and pretty much share with themselves. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much the extent of it. Because number one is just the main two games, which sold 1.3 million in its opening week. Holy shit, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a and Pokemon, Pokemon game every year now, and it, and they I... still sell this well. It's just oh right. man. And at the really? time of
1: from like this this sales data, I mean, it came out on the twenty first, and this th- stuff runs to the twenty third, so it's only a couple of days. So, <laughs> man, I mean, it's fucking crazy. So, but that that's Pokemon. I mean, it's just it still has that reach, and it's kind of crazy to still see that even all these years later, even when new things like Yo Kai Watch are cropping up, and you know, Monster Hunter is a big thing, it's Pokemon's still fucking powerhouse. It's crazy. Yeah,
0: isn't it right around the twentieth anniversary of Pokemon? basically yeah how old um, do you feel
1: oh god don't say that <laughs> man uh, wow in yeah. japan 20 in, years in japan i, th- I thought it game. was 1995 i think it was when the first release
0: yeah it's like around there i don't know exactly
1: when 95 96 one of those two you guys out there listening to the podcast are like you fucking nerds
2: it's 1996
1: <laughs> Maybe well,
2: I don't think it came out in in Europe till like no, maybe ninety nine or something.
1: It didn't come out in the U.S. till ninety eight, and, and it was like October ninety eight. And I mean, it was a good time. I mean, I because you know, at the time they did the anime and the, they had some mm-hmm. special manga and Nintendo Power, and it was really cool. Just like thinking about like what all this could be, I was super hyped and totally bought into it. My brother got blue, I got red, and oh man, it was a blast.
2: Yeah, I had blue.
1: Oh. I
2: was in. Uh, university first oh, year wow. of university
1: i was in i was in high school first year of high school so <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. yeah same
2: yep. yeah. um rfn just had exactly the same conversation between lindy and uh, james jones right? <laughs> lindy was
1: like hey i was like 45 years old james jones was like hey i was in sixth grade <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>.
2: <laughs> lindy's graduating from his uh his uh university <laughs> while well, James Jones is uh, playing it in kindergarten. <laughs> right. It's true. Yeah. He's old. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> That's the God, joke. God bless John Lundeman. <laughs> <laughs> so, onto hardware, I guess.
1: Right, right. So, I guess we'll we'll go ahead and break it down, you know, you know, 3DS is still on top uh this week 88,000 uh that particular week uh breaking it down the new 3DS uh, the LL, the XL as it's called in the West, uh, 42,000 units. And actually, kind of surprisingly so, the uh, new 3DS, the standard version, was actually about 26,000. So a bit of an increase from the previous week and also from the previous podcast where it was just kind of in the shitter.
2: <laughs> but take, the s- it, take your stupid face, blades, and shove them up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kyali, at the same... Pamu, you, Pamu. You.
1: At the same time, face, place, or none. I mean, you know, the, the 3DS, the basic 3DS LL and the regular 3DS unit, uh, 3DS LL going through about 11,000, and then the normal 3DS, I'm talking OG here, uh, you know, 8,000. So, I mean, there's somewhere where they're still getting some suckers for these old units.
2: Yep. Let's um, go ahead and say it, 8,144 complete idiots. <laughs> morons, absolute morons. Yeah, so that, that's still why, why a thing. do you get the ice cream sandwich when you've got the Super Famicom right next to it?
1: Pretty much, yeah. So uh, who knows what's actually going on there, but it, it's happening regardless. So uh, at the same time, uh, Wii U, uh, I wouldn't necessarily say it's been a strong outing. Has it ever been? <laughs> Especially here in Japan. Hey, you're uh, skipping
2: over the biggest news here. 360 outsold the PSP hey <laughs> 100 sold this week and only yes. 11 ps 11 psps that's weird yeah why why would they even keep track of that few that's <laughs> just yeah. bizarre you might as well just list the guy's names <laughs> yeah no kidding like this guy this guy bought it just this guy got out it. them here's his address just go and get him <laughs> But you know, you can't diss the PSP, it still is the highest selling system in Japan, so Right. But it's weird though, it's still hanging on there. <laughs> yeah. I guess barely. people are moving on to PS Vita now, I guess. Uh is it does I mean, it come down in price or something? I don't know. No. <laughs> no. I, I, there's, there's a couple of kids in my school who are still playing PSP like Monster Hunter one or whatever it is. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's like
2: kinda of weird, but there you go. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, you know, speaking of Vita, and I guess PS4 as well, uh, this particular week, the PS4 was above the Wii U, as was the Vita. Uh, PS4 at about 12,000, Vita about 10. Uh, Wii U coming in at about 9,600 units. Down a little bit from the previous week. Um, and it's really, really close to hitting 2 million,
2: lifetime to date, here in Japan. So... Uh, I think, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's next... next ep- well, yeah, next episode, definitely, we're going to have the smash day yeah sure amiibos and all that kind of good stuff that japanese people like it may rock it up right and if it
0: doesn't that will be very telling i think
1: yeah Yeah, i think so too
0: i think it will though yeah definitely
2: if little figurines and smash brothers don't sell the wii u in japan then yeah just pack up now just close down nintendo i think like i said during
0: uh the the telethon i'm not gonna buy any (laughs) Amiibos, <laughs> or whatever they're called right but i i will get every single one that shows up in ufo catchers
3: <laughs>
2: you guys yeah. think i'm joking but i'm not no i totally believe you well they are going to do cheaper versions right so you know i could i could easily see the the cheap ones showing up in those kind of things
0: <laughs> or even the capsule toy machines maybe mm-hmm. I wonder.
2: 100 yen. If they come down to 100, 200 yen. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, even 500 yen. I I could see dispensers for those.
2: Right. Yeah, good point. That could be a good way of selling them. I mean, yeah. yeah. They just charge like a premium price in the capsule machines. Yeah, and
0: you can make people buy the same one over and over.
2: (laughs) You can get eight bullet bill amiibos. And uh, put them all <laughs> in the trash when you get home. <laughs> yeah, why
0: not? I'm going to shoot myself oh, with man. a real bullet, Bill. <laughs> cool.
3: Cool! Well,
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that, that pretty much does it for the software and hardware uh, okay. sales. Um, I thought we could maybe run down a little bit of some of the stuff that's been coming out recently on the eShop, on both the 3DS and the Wii U. Um, so that's um, the end of this segment. Yeah. <laughs> At least when we're talking about 3ds and Virtual Console. Yes, as you know, we talked about on the live show. 3ds VC is dead. It still is dead. That hasn't really changed. Um, you know, the Virtual Console is still going pretty strong in the US. I'll go ahead and read off the first. Maybe. Oh
2: man, this is brilliant. This is the the most fun part of the news segment: reading up the crazy Japanese titles of everything.
1: <laughs> yeah, I made sure to put the Japanese titles oh, yeah, in too. Here we go. So I'll go ahead and just read off the first three. Maybe James or Ty, you you can follow me up or something. But
2: uh... I want the first three.
1: Okay, James, actually, yeah, go, go,
0: for, yeah, go for it. Everybody wants that first one there.
1: Yeah,
2: everyone's yeah. the first two are great. Yeah. So first one is uh the Famicom, the classic the the classic Famicom game nuts and milk. Yo, <laughs> I looked this up
0: on YouTube. It looks like a Donkey Kong Junior rom hack
2: yeah I, I believe I'm just imagining the uh the front cover here and i hope i'm wrong
1: <laughs> yeah I, I believe it's a it's a namco joint type of thing
0: no i think it was
1: hudson it's hudson okay i think so yeah okay i think i've wrong. seen
2: this game in in uh in super potato before isn't it like uh two cute little characters on the front yeah
1: something like that yeah I, I watched I watched the video on the Wii U just to see the gameplay because like, I forgot because it came out on 3DS months and months ago and I was like what the fuck
0: I, I, I <laughs> think know? one is like the rival and one is you and you have to uh, bait around the the retarded AI that
2: just walks at you and <laughs> you have to bust his nuts to get the milk <laughs> yes that's right. <laughs> Oh man, this does look like Donkey Kong. Doesn't and then it? you
0: rescue your girlfriend or whatever, and then you go in the house, and there's and he and then there's a little heart above the house.
2: <laughs> and the next one is the another game which everyone knows, the uh, Buddha Buddha Donkey. <laughs> oh yeah, I've been waiting for this one. Um, which yeah, which is of course uh, Donkey Kong King of Swing on the oh. GBA. So is that the one where you just kind of climb up stuff? Right. And th- I
1: think there's a there's a DS version of this too like a, you know an, a maybe a sequel or something and yeah this DK king of swing on the GBA and it's a lot of this climbing and Is stuff it, it like kinda that. Is it kind of looks
2: like bad mode 7 or something?
1: <laughs> kind of. I mean, you know, it's a GBA game so a lot of them kind of look like that in a little sort Actually, of way. Yeah,
2: I remember I don't know why. Maybe I saw this maybe on Danny's original article and I asked my wife what bura bura means. I think mm-hmm. she said it was like Kind of like moving back and forth, or something like that, or wiggling mm-hmm. back and forth, or something like that. Hmm. I've actually forgotten. I could be actually completely wrong. Okay, <laughs> amen. <laughs> and the next uh, game was Bomberman '94, the PC Engine version. Right. Nothing really funny about that. <laughs> uh, no, but it's still it's still cool. Um, actually, that's that's the
1: the first Bomberman game that came out on the Wii U. Hey, is that a is that a five player one? I, God, I, you know, I, I made the game profile and everything, I, I really don't I remember, I it probably is. There is a
2: five-player one, and you can actually play with five players on right. the
1: Wii. And I, yeah, because on the Wii, or basically, like, the, around the launch of the Wii, the original Wii, I mean, they had Donkey or Bomberman 93, and the same type of thing, I mean, it was five-player multiplayer, and, you know, I'd barely ever played Bomberman games at the time, and I was playing with my brothers, and I think maybe a couple other people or whatever, and. Yeah, it was a lot of fun to play that with multiple people, especially, you know, you get up to 5 people, that's crazy. You know, I couldn't even imagine that stuff back in the day because, you know, I didn't have a multi-tap or whatever the fuck you call the Super Nintendo equivalent of oh, friends. Oh, friends, that too. I mean, Jesus. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, what, was it? A multi? I think it was called a multi-tap, right?
1: Uh, sure. We okay. we still
2: call those kind of adapters by default, the tap right? So that right. name has kind of stuck through the ages.
1: Well, I, I, I thought that was just a thing with the PlayStation. and I, I... On
0: the Super Nintendo, uh, two different companies released uh, multiplayer adapters. There was like the Hudson one that came with Bomberman, and huh. Bulletproof Software, I believe, released another one. Huh. And uh, I don't know if that had... Uh, I, well, it obviously didn't have the same name, but it had the same functionality.
2: <clears throat> hmm. My hands down, the best four-player adapter... Ever, and it's not even a Nintendo console, was the micro machines on the Mega Drive or the uh, Genesis to you guys? You could actually plug two uh controllers into the cartridge. Oh, <laughs> how awesome is that? The cartridge was the multiplayer adapter. Wow, that's a good idea.
0: Yeah, drop, a novel concept, the mic, truly. Game over. Hmm.
2: Amazing. Interesting. Cool game as well. Okay, next, Dunny. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'll go ahead and do the next three here. Kekyoku Nankyoku uh which actually had an English name but was never released in any English regions as far as I'm... Especially on, especially on this console. Uh, Antarctic Adventure on the MSX. Uh, it's kind of like an almost... like a racing type of thing where you're like this penguin in Antarctica kind of like going all over the place. And actually, this is the second release on the Wii U Virtual Console. The other one's the Famicom version. And um, like I said, I think it's Ugh. it's only Japan. It's Japan only, but they have English basically throughout the whole game. So they have Antarctic Adventure written on there, but they still kept the Japanese name. That annoys so, me.
2: They've yeah. they've released two versions of the same crappy little penguin game. <laughs> they haven't released like major first party games.
1: Well, we're uh, we're getting to that because uh, this just this, this past week at the time of the recording, uh, Super Donkey Kong, otherwise known as Donkey Kong Country. Uh, released on the Super Famicom, as well as Super Donkey Kong, uh, Super Donkey Kong 2, Dixie and Diddy, Donkey Kong Country 2, uh, Diddy's Conquest. Um, games worth yeah. caring about. Pretty much. So, you know, as it stands right now, the Donkey Kong Country games, they have been just removed, just delisted from all of the e-shops on Except the Europe Wii. And well, on the on the Wii throughout. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All over the fucking planet. They're gone. Right, right, right. And, That's uh, crazy. but yeah, but they they kind of made a resurgence on the Wii U just last month in Europe and now just this past week and, uh, excuse me, in Japan and, uh, Didn't tai... They also
2: released the, the G uh, Land games as well, DK Land.
1: They did that in, yes, yeah. they did that in Europe just in October as well. And they did that basically earlier in the year when the virtual console was still
0: alive on 3DS. <laughs> uh, did they sneak in there and remove like all the Rareware logos or something?
1: I don't think no, so. Do I that, mean, I don't think so. I mean, I have Donkey Kong Hunt or Donkey Kong Land. I don't remember any
2: things getting, you know, being disappeared
1: or oh it is God. gone or okay. anything like that.
2: Um, um, Nintendo UK or Nintendo Europe tweeted out um, a picture of Diddy's Conquest, and mm-hmm. uh, the the tweet read, "Go ahead and admit it. You th- you thought it was called um, Diddy Kong's Quest until now." And I was like, yeah, I thought it was called Diddy. Diddy it is called Diddy Kong's Quest, right? No, and it's clicked, called Diddy Kong's I clicked, Kong clicked Quest. the image and it had the title screen. And I just like, my head just exploded. <laughs> I Honestly, I didn't know it was called that until like, you know, a few weeks ago. <laughs> and I like owned the game. I'm like, how? How? I guess just all my friends and everyone I knew called it that.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: I just have known that to be true until now. No? Literal mind explosion i tell you <laughs> and it just makes so much more sense because that's like that's a good pun it's mm-hmm. a good pun you know conquest mm-hmm. that's some great british punning <laughs> stop it but it's, it's still not very punny <laughs>
3: <laughs> anyway
0: um I, I just want to throw in real quick uh donkey kong country 2 is one of the finest video games ever made
2: whoa i no, i'm, I'm a big fan of donkey yeah kong i would agree country actually 2. I would agree
0: yeah it's so good it's so good it was I, I i think rare in the 1990s is the best video game company that ever existed how about Hell that yeah. yeah
2: can we just put the british national anthem behind uh, when Ty said that <laughs> in, in post yeah i'll allow <laughs> the it picture in the post. i'll allow it this time <laughs> just this once Yeah, we've got to finish uh, this segment with some DK2 music, actually. Yeah. And, um,
1: so you know, like it, like I said, too, basically all the Donkey Kong Country games have come out. Uh, Super Donkey Kong 3, Nazano Kure Misushima, Donkey Kong Country 3. What the hell is that called in English? I don't even remember. <laughs> There's some title for it, I think. Um, Donkey Kong
2: Country 3. What is it? Did did Dixie. Be, isn't it Dixie's Double Trouble?
1: So, yeah, sure. Like I that. made, like I said, I made this game profile on the website, and I I totally forgot. <laughs> I
3: think
2: that's, what but, that's called. Yeah, yeah but well, that's uh, basically all Dixie three. Dixie Kong's were. Double Trouble. Yeah. Dixie Kong's Double Trouble. Okay.
1: Got it. And um, the last kind of notable virtual console game that came out too is uh, another Twin B game. It's called Detana Twin B for PC Engine, aka TurboGrafx-16. That came out just this past week. So if you can't get enough Twin B and you live in Japan, well. Guess what? There's more. <laughs> I like Twin B. So, yeah, hey, you know, it's it's a fun game. I I have the 3D Classics version in uh, you know, it's 3D. It's kind of cool. Oh, a little bit of, sort of thing.
0: trivia for you. Twin B mm-hmm. is a playable character in the Smash Bros knockoff fighting game Dreamix TV World Fighters. <laughs> <laughs>
2: is that the one with Transformers in? Yeah, dude
0: and solid and, snake and solid snake yeah yes
2: i know that one yeah that i
0: i made a point to bring that back with me from america during my trip so
2: we nice. you can't get you can't get much more fake or real than that game yeah
0: dude
2: <laughs> uh we should transformers and solid snake in the same game. we should get to, we
0: should get together and live stream it <laughs>
2: that'd be so good yeah oh man <laughs> I, I honestly, for the longest time, I just thought somebody had mocked it up, you know? I just,
0: like... <laughs> they, they used... To, I am sure it's long since gone by now, but uh, that game had, like, an amazingly good promotional website for it, too. Um, Maybe you can dig it up? I don't know. Good luck! <laughs> You'll need it. Yeah, I guess to go
1: ahead and finish off, uh, just... Uh
2: god what the fuck? retail games uh,
1: yeah just uh the round up here with retails and downloads uh, obviously like we said above pokemon omega ruby alpha sapphire that came out uh there's a new taiko no tatsujin uh, tokumori is what it's called uh it's you know taiko drum master game that came out on wii u here recently as well um in terms of digital manga there i believe i talked about this before <laughs> maybe on the episode on the episodes before i don't know um, there's kind of a interesting comic that's been going for almost 20 years or something like that. It's called Super Mario Kun and, uh Volume 4, which is like about 10 maybe issues or something of this digital manga are available on 3DS right now. And it's an ungodly price, you know, like 4,400 yen, <laughs> something wow. like that. Yeah. Uh...
0: Does that have anything to do with the uh, comic they ran in Nintendo Power all those years ago?
1: I don't think so. I'm pretty sure. This is this is a Japan-only type of thing. The animation, or the animation, the, uh, the artwork's kind of, it's very unique. And um, usually it typically coincided with whatever Mario game was popular at the time. So, I mean, it started off in, like, 91, and it just kept going. It's still going now, even, like, these days. So, I mean, some of the stuff, I think, recently is dealing with, like, uh, new Super Mario Brothers, new you know Mario 3D World stuff like that. So you see a lot of like cool stuff like that come up. I, I, I was thinking about actually buying all the available episodes, all avail- all of the available manga. Don't do and, it. And uh, just like physical, you know, oh, like okay. physical ones. Do it. And um, yeah, I mean, you know, brand new from directly from the company that like does it, and it was like you know 400 yen an issue or something. So I don't know, maybe about like 20,000 yen, 200 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, these are like brand new stuff. Yeah, chump change for rich guys like me. I mean, you know, <laughs> something like that, right? <laughs> um, yeah, wrapping it up here. Mighty Gunvolt, um, the the eight bit Gunvolt game. Uh, that's actually available as a standalone title right now on the 3DS for 300 yen. Uh, this is released recently released in the West as a standalone title as well. Uh, another game, too, Hero Bank 2. Why a game... do you
2: keep mentioning this game? It sucks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think I talked about this at the TG episode, TGS episode this Nobody year. Nobody
2: likes this game. And, you know,
1: I don't even think anybody in Japan even fucking likes this game, but they're, they're, this is the second goddamn one. There's an anime with this, apparently, that bailed just pretty much like Sonic Boom go die in a fire, Sega. Not really, but I feel bad. <laughs> I feel bad Jesus for them. Christ. Like. They're making all this stuff. They're trying really hard, and it's just—it's just bombing fucking hard. So it's just. Oh,
2: sorry, are we talking about Sonic?
1: Well, I'm talking about just Sega in oh, general.
2: Okay.
1: Right. I mean, yeah, it's kind of just unfortunate. And speaking of Sega, you know, Atlas, Shinsei Kaiju no Make You. God, I don't know how I even say this word. Fafnir no kishi, Fafniru. Whatever the hell, uh, basically, it's essentially Etrian Odyssey Untold 2 on the 3DS that recently released here in Japan. I think you
2: should have started with the English title,
1: <laughs> yeah, probably <laughs> Etrian Odyssey Untold 2, which has not been announced for the West yet, but I'm pretty sure it's coming. Entry, it's et- 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 god, Etrian Odyssey Untold, the Millennium Girl, or whatnot, that came out, you know, in the West. And uh, Etrian Odyssey seems to be doing well enough to, in the West where they're still getting releases for whatever reason. <laughs> you know, so it's
2: still a thing. In other news, in continuing the Etrian Odyssey front, uh, Etrian Odyssey Cross Mystery Dungeon, uh, developed by Spike Chunsoft and Atlas, coming to the 3DS uh, next year, March the fifth. And Etrian Odyssey Five was also revealed, uh, which is probably coming to the 3DS. Right
1: and they they didn't right, specific it? yeah they didn't specifically say platforms but they it's it's more than likely going to happen because basically all the internet odyssey games have been DS
2: 3DS so right right yeah i've never played any of them yeah uh, yeah me too
1: <laughs>
2: yeah not yet maybe not not ever <laughs> yeah next up so, is Ty's favorite app that he always plays on the 3DS
0: that's true <laughs>
2: go ahead
3: <laughs>
0: uh, uh reiko choku a music streaming app on the 3ds and other platforms maybe <laughs> recently hit three million downloads the service boasts over one million songs yeah. that members can download and purchase yeah. Are are you serious do people actually buy music
3: <laughs> what am i reading <laughs>
0: If you download something for your 3DS, you can also access it on other devices. Wow, it's, magic. it's magic. Fancy. Yeah. It's
3: amazing. So,
1: yeah, when I came across this, I was really surprised to hear that 3 million downloads on the 3DS and I don't think this is one of those maybe it was, I don't remember, but this might be one of those things where they just send you this thing that's just on your home menu
2: that says, "Hey, download this." Yep, and maybe you ac- okay, maybe I'm you I'm accidentally need 3DS it, it okay. came it was on, it just appeared through and the then you house. accidentally download it and <laughs> no I accidentally deleted it <laughs>
1: yeah, so it's it's very strange in a in a world where you have smartphones and basically any other device that's a little bit more handy than your three d s where you could listen to music, and still there are a significant amount of people, even if you divide this in half, you know one and a half million people that are. Listening to music and buying music on their 3DS—that's just strange. Children? Maybe, children have money. I mean, maybe I don't know. It's Japan; everyone's rich,
2: right, Ty? You, you can't. <laughs> no. Yo. You can't use uh, Suica cards on the 3DS eShop, right, to pay for stuff? Not yet. No. That's going to be dangerous when that when that kicks in, because you know a lot of parents in yes. a lot of parents in Japan. They give their kids a Suica card and maybe they'll, you know, put like you know, a few thousand yen on it mm-hmm. to pay for their train. There, <laughs> but I could easily see that accidentally paying for video games, <laughs> yeah. on their 3DS
1: or new carry Pommy Pommy songs.
2: There you go, <laughs> or themes for their new 3DS.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, that's gonna be scary.
0: That's a dangerous road yeah. to go down. There's
2: a limit, you can set limits to how much money you know, you can spend from those things, you know, there's, there's various kinds, there's ones that automatically deduct stuff from your account, but then there's ones that are just kind of standalone, you know, there's no bank account attached to it. It's just, you know, like a, a charge card kind of thing. Sure, sure. And then, yeah. That's what most yeah. of the Suica stuff that's is, what the, right? That's what the kids usually have. Right. But, yeah. That's what I have. <laughs> I don't trust myself. <laughs> the kid. <laughs> but yeah, Suica credit cards are pretty cool. You don't need to sign or do anything. You just kind of touch I it pays for stuff. So, yeah, well done. Yes. <laughs> well, at least Japanese people are buying, you know, digital music <laughs> because, you know, I read this article where like, it was something ridiculous. Like CDs were kind of dying out across the entire world, but like, the the percentage got pushed up because of one country which was still buying CDs and that was Japan. Well, hello! This is the country <laughs> that still kept the mini disc alive. I mean, for crying out loud! It,
0: this is the country that still uses fax machines.
2: It, it was something ridiculous. It was like, it was like twenty five percent of um, global songs were bought on the CD. But when you looked at that twenty five percent, it was all Japan. It was ridiculous. Like,
0: <laughs> yo, and like CDs in Japan are like. Like thirty bucks, yeah, 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 like three thousand exactly,
2: yen. Exactly. Yeah. So one country is affecting, you know, global, you know, progress and in music industry. <laughs> it just blows my mind. And-
0: it's a it's a huge racket here. Um, I, I did you guys hear about like the crazy strawberry farmer that bought like <laughs> what? You know where this is I going, right? Like guess. he he bought like. Tens of thousands
2: of AKB 48 CDs. Well, this, this, many versions of this story exist. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, like, well, for one thing, uh, uh, something you see a lot in Japan is, uh, you get it if there's a like a hot live show or something, they'll sell the tickets through a lottery through CD sales. It's
2: like Willy Wonka, but without the chocolate.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And with the huge profit margin, (laughs) but but this guy, um, the other thing you could do was vote for your favorite idol out of AKB48 to be like the super champion princess or whatever. (laughs) And I I don't know. Apparently, this guy one really cares and 2 makes a killing off of farming strawberries Three so, <laughs> yeah yeah so this dude just uh he he by himself like decides all AKB 48 uh, <laughs> surveys
2: Oh,
0: god Let, let's call them surveys
2: yeah yeah that's less creepy yeah well, moving on from AKB48, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just thinking of the guy just stood in front of a crate of CDs. It was like this nerd. It was like living in this tiny apartment, and half of his bedroom was just literally just one of those, you know, wooden crates that you know forklift trucks carry, and on and on yeah. it was stacked a hundred thousand AKB48 CDs, and uh, and he, he spent something like a million yen on it, and he got like one uh, ticket from that. James,
1: this reminds you, this reminds me, not you, I don't know if it <laughs> reminds you, it reminds me of, D. De- okay, James and I, you know, we, we recorded an episode of the Famicast ba- way back towards the early days where we went to Akiba, and um, we went to Super Potato and a couple other different uh, places at the time that were around, this one place called Game Hollywood, like this, it's out of business oh, right, now, right, but right. it's, uh, you know, it was, an, it was an import game store for, like, basically Western games, and James and I were in the elevator, and we had our 3DSs out and there was this weirdo otaku guy on the elevator with us <laughs> right. and you know we're just like basically trying to tell him like hey dude hey man we got you know your street pass you know hey cuz he was like literally like a foot in front of our face so you know why not and then he just like ignored us and then literally as soon as the elevator opened up he ran away literally <laughs> ran away <laughs> it's just like, are you fucking kidding me, you goddamn nerd? <laughs> you know.
2: Sorry, what is this going to do with what we were talking about? <laughs> <laughs> just general nerd culture or something? Oh, yeah,
0: sure, why not? Yeah, eccentric Japanese nerds Yeah, it's. Oh, it's that
2: was because he kind of like we literally saw our Me's pop up on his 3ds in front of our face, right? So yeah, yeah. We just mentioned it. Yeah, I've, I've done. We've done that before, didn't we? Do that in like Moss Burger. And like there was a couple of guys, and we all had three DSs, and we just said, "Hey, what's up?" And
1: Are you sure that wasn't just a dream? Because I'm <laughs> for an Akihabara, I don't know if there's
2: many people that were willing to talk may- to. Maybe it wasn't with you. Then. Other human beings, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember. I remember having a good time. So maybe you went there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously, obviously.
1: So, uh, to continue the trends of having (laughs) bad
3: times.
1: (laughs) Uh, Bravely Default tracks are going to be coming as DLC to Theatrhythm Final Fantasy Curtain Call in Japan. Uh, There will be four songs. One, uh, God, I could probably go through all these names and no one would even know what the hell they're called. Because I played the game. I played the shit out of this game.
0: Yeah, I know. You're a huge fan of that game. And
1: I still don't know what the hell these songs are called because they just didn't have the names. But basically, there are two battle songs and then I think two uh, field music songs that are coming out. And um, I didn't, God, I didn't get a chance to check on the pricing. I think that actually might be out right now here, but um, I did not get to check on the pricing. I believe that you know with the previous DLC with the uh, previous Theatrhythm, they were like I don't know 150 yen each or something. So uh, not bad. So I spent probably about oh ten thousand yen on DLC on the first Theatrhythm Jesus Christ. because I'm me. <laughs> so. If you just
2: you know waited and bought the you know curtain call. It would have had everything in, right?
1: Oh, and I did, and yeah, I felt like a dummy. But thank you, Square Enix. I appreciate
2: that. So, Lesson learned: never yeah. buy any DLC ever. Lesson never learned: I'm buying right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was kind of like a life in Japan mixed in with that news, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Bit of everything. Yeah.
1: So, okay, I'll tell you what. We'll go ahead and take one other quick break here. And on the other side of the break, we're going to be back with a little bit of Faker Reel. So,
0: yeah, baby. DK2, DK2. Hold on.
1: <laughs> Hold on to your butts. We'll be right Spoilers, back.
0: Spoilers, DK2 is real. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let's go ahead and hit the fake or real theme.
3: Woo.
2: Nice. Yes, yeah, so good. <laughs> Who sent that in? So uh
1: I want to give a shout out to Mr. Ferry Burkham. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing your name correctly here uh he's a sound engineer composer who recently wrote a song for rfn and uh most recently created the new fake or real jingle that you just heard uh which is freaking awesome and i love it and perry thank you so much for that um so yeah i hope you guys really enjoyed that i know we did ty as well so good
3: <laughs> I, I i was hyped when i heard it
0: uh
1: uh-huh. yeah i was well pleased so uh, with that, Ty's going to go ahead and just uh, take it away with fake or real.
0: Yeah. All right. So for fake or real, um, I actually wrote a bunch of these ahead of time, and I'm going to flip a coin, alive, uh, live pre-recorded to determine <laughs> how many of these are fake and how many of these are real.
2: Okay. So, All right. So my technique of thinking two are, two are real and one is fake will not work this time.
0: It will not work. I, I've been, I've been doing this like not live, so <laughs> it never actually worked. So <laughs> here we go. I'm gonna flip the coin. Okay, and now I'm going to read a game that is fake or real. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see. Okay, this is a game where you uh, cause unsuspecting people to barf everywhere. <laughs> through stealth and or sabotage it's my
1: friday night uh. right? <laughs>
3: hmm.
2: okay so what do you do to make people buff everywhere
0: uh well there's a few options you can uh, poison them or disgust or uh, disgust them somehow mm. you know everybody has their own weaknesses
3: mm.
2: <laughs> that's true
1: Mine would be watching Interstellar in an IMAX theater, which mine, makes me feel mine, nauseous. Mine would be
2: playing Sonic the Hedgehog game. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Did you not like Interstellar? Or was it just no. It was too big.
1: No, I thought it was great. I don't know if it was because it was in IMAX in with the <laughs> booming speakers and spinning around in circles and bright lights that made me feel <laughs> nauseous or what.
2: But And the it, ten pints you had before.
1: No, I, hey, well, that was like the night before, and I didn't eat anything barely that day, so
2: maybe that has something to do with this. But You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say fake for this one. I'm going to go ahead and say real. I don't know why I said fake, but I don't know. It seems like a lot of hassle to program in a lot of you know ways to make people throw up. Um, it's,
1: it seems like a lot of fun, so I think <laughs> it would be
0: a real thing. Okay, well, are you ready for the answer then? Yes.
2: No, I mean yes. You're not.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay, this game is fake. Oh, fuck. I made it up. Damn it. Ty? And I made up all those additional details about it on the fly. What? I was thinking
1: maybe because there are these additional details, maybe it is real. But
0: Yeah, that not. was my plan.
1: Damn
0: it! Okay, I, I'm well on my way to becoming a professional con artist. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we, we have a score up on the board. It is one and zero. Oh. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to flip the coin again. You may get a real game or a fake game. Okay,
1: I heard that coin. I I understood, I totally heard right. Which you side you it's
0: calculated on. it in your mind. Got it. Yeah. Yep. No okay. In my mind. This is a game in which you are a police woman who fights the yakuza barehanded. Your clothes explode as you take damage.
2: <laughs> Real.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just, just for the sake of just being different, I was going to go ahead and say
2: fake. It was the clothes exploding thing that did it. Yeah, right? I mean, it's, it's like be real, right? Like, I mean I
0: figured I could just make up any game and like put in like exploding clothes and it's probably a real game. <laughs> I
2: th- no, I think I've seen this I think I've seen people tweet pictures about this uh on Twitter.
0: <clears throat> well, I mean I can name like 10 Japanese games with exploding clothes off the top of my head. Okay. <laughs> like like there was one in the that top uh top 10 sellers, like, last month. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> ten, right, ten yeah. sellers, And that was that was in the clothes exploding genre section. No, it was.
0: It was that, like, PSP game, yeah, right? Yeah, no,
2: like, the Vita game, yeah, man. We talked about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but anyway, a police woman who fights the Yakuza barehanded. This game is real. Yeah, I got it. Okay. It was a simple 2000 game really? on the PS2. It was awful. <laughs> do you, Do you have the title? Um, it was the miniskirt police, I believe. <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh. Or it may have been miniskirt keisatsu, okay, right, right, which right. is Japanese for police. There's your Japanese lesson on the oh. Famicast. <laughs> we're gonna go. pretend that's a regular thing we do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting you're getting smarter by listening to us. Or something. Yeah, no, you're not. You're getting dumber. <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely, <laughs> that's brain
0: poison. Mm-hmm. But in any case, we've got one more fake or real game left. Oh, what's the score, by the way?
1: Uh, we're tied up. I got one, yeah. t- and uh, James has one too.
2: All right, I've got two. You idiot!
1: What? <laughs> Wait, what? You said it was fake.
2: I know. I said real. As soon as he said exploding clothes, I went real. It's uh, true. He did. God,
1: what the hell am I listening to? <laughs>
2: oh my god! All right, I'm okay. fine. Fuck it.
1: You you oh. lose a point for that. <laughs> I should I'm negative. Damn it. All right.
0: Was it two one then? It's it's it's. Well, it's yeah. It's two to one. Two to one. Uh, all right. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you're taking this seriously. I am. All right. All right. I hope you're going to start doing research in your off time now <laughs> to find weird video games. Absolutely. I mean, that's what I do.
2: <laughs> I'll just have a bookmark section called Exploding Clothes and stuff like that. Vomit. Right. That's a really <laughs> not,
0: not going to narrow it down in Japan. All right. So let's go to our third game. I'm flipping a coin to see if it's fake or real. Okay. All right. This is a golf game where, instead of a golf ball, you have a frog.
2: So you're hmm. hitting frogs with a yep. golf club? Yeah. Uh, hmm. Interesting. Well,
1: hmm. I'm going to go ahead and say real. Uh, Yeah.
2: This, hmm, it's not, one of, it's not like everybody's golf, is it? <laughs> oh,
0: I don't think so, no.
2: <laughs> okay, well, yeah, I'm going to say this is real. It sounds a bit too mundane. I mean, not that hitting frogs with a golf club is mundane. It's something <laughs> that I do every day, but like... It's yeah. cool,
0: it's ice cold.
2: Yeah. That's right? Sweet. I hope they're not real, you know, realistically rendered frogs. I hope they're like toy frogs
0: yeah maybe maybe like a a cute little cartoony frog that hops around yeah after you hit it (laughs) (laughs) yeah maybe like get some power-ups or something
2: something like that yeah
0: all right is that your final answer
2: yeah i'm gonna go real
0: all right well you did good because it's real
2: Mm. yep should we play some like you know winning music now
0: yeah, we'll do it in post.
2: <laughs> Maybe some applause or something.
1: Right.
0: Six to eight weeks, we will receive a, a ball filled with confetti.
1: <laughs> so what's the name whistle. of this? What, what what's the name of this thing?
0: Oh, it's Ribbit King. It was also a PS2 game. It actually came out in the U.S.
2: Ribbit King. That was it called like Ghetto Ghetto King or something in Japanese.
0: That's a good question. I don't know.
2: (laughs) For those that don't know, ghetto ghetto is uh, Japanese for ribbit ribbit, Hmm. which is funny to me. Animal sounds are generally funny in Japanese, but especially the frog sound.
0: Yeah, they're always funny. Hey, you're right. It is ghetto ghetto king.
2: Woo! Yep. Boom! Japanese lesson right in your ass.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And the cuter it looks, the less it looks like abusing animals. (laughs)
2: <laughs> that's true that's true
0: all right what was, what is our final score here
1: well i think i guessed real with that one but it doesn't you did.
2: matter you because did. i lose three to two <sighs> three to two it's close close call yeah god damn it
0: good job getting uh three points though thanks yeah thanks i did that too no i didn't <laughs> <laughs>
2: the coin was in my favor yeah, yep so right in so should we move on to some letters and tweets yeah let's, let's do it Woo. <laughs> Okay then, so we'll uh, we'll we'll get some uh, short things out of the way first. So we've got sure. some, got a few uh, tweets here. Um, hacker alias uh, Simtendo um, tweeted at us that he's an expat in Australia and is super excited to get the new XL, which came out uh, last week, I guess, in Australia. Mm-hmm. And he loves the machine. Um, and he he asked us, um, does Japan even have christmas. I guess it's a bit early for a christmas question. And I actually directed him towards uh the uh, the classic Famicast Cast episode uh, Annual Gift Man. <laughs> uh, uh is it called Annual Gift Man Approaches yeah. or something? I like believe that? that was yeah, December 2011. Yeah, maybe our so. first ever christmas episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um yeah, maybe if you guys want to you know prep up for the uh upcoming December episodes, you know, go back and listen to that one. There's uh, lots of cool yeah, Japan Christmassy stuff in that episode.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And the other one, uh, this is actually for... Uh, this is Ty, Mr. Super Cat Drugs himself. Uh, He... Tai? Well, tai, yeah. what, what, you tweeted a picture, right? What was this picture of?
0: Oh, uh, well, first, I will read the text. I went to buy two controllers at the recycle shop. Or, you know, that's a second-hand shop, used junk shop, whatever. Mm-hmm. And... I bought two controllers, and they came with all this other stuff. So, for the price of two GameCube controllers, I got two GameCube controllers, a GameCube, a Game Boy <laughs> Player, uh, one of the the good big fat memory cards. Oh,
1: what was it? The, the, not 1080. That's just the game.
0: <laughs> That's snowboarding.
1: <laughs> you know, well, no, it was, the it huge was a one. Was it really okay? I so, it was definitely five twelve. Yeah, I never, I never had the official Nintendo version, so.
0: Yeah, and I got three games, which mm-hmm. would be Mario Tennis, Zelda something or other, and <laughs> Puzzle <laughs> Collection.
2: <laughs> it's, it's not Twilight Princess, is it? Cause that's no,
0: no, it's the one where you throw pigs into the ocean.
2: <laughs> oh, Wind Waker!
1: It's, it's Wind Waker. I I've, I saw the 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 box art and stuff, and actually I was really excited. I was like, man, that's that's a really really amazing find.
2: All that shit, man. So how much how much was that in the yens?
0: Um it was like 3900. Nice. Wow, that's awesome. pretty good. Yeah, yeah, like Yeah, that's
2: about the price of a a controller, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: that's about the price of two controllers. Actually, Amazon right now has a pretty good deal. Um well, Amazon Japan, like you can get the Smash Brothers edition GameCube controllers for nice. about 1700 yen, hmm. which is actually Whoa. cheaper than uh the second-hand GameCube controllers I was looking at <laughs> in the various stores around Akihabara.
2: Right. Where the sticks will all be loose. <laughs>
0: well, no, I, I mean, I felt them up pretty good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, what about the controllers, though?
0: Yeah, they're good. They're, like, new. They came in the boxes and shit. Nice. That's how Japanese people do it. They keep all the original boxes and everything so nice.
2: And Ty, you also tweeted a very, uh, hashtag sad trombone tweet, didn't you? Uh, about the fact that we Japan folks still have to wait two more weeks for Smash.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of, uh, I think this,
2: (laughs) not me, not me. (laughs) Yeah. Not you. you. Yeah. (laughs) I I think
0: this kind of ties into, uh, the Christmas stuff in the sense that Christmas isn't like a super big gift giving thing in Japan. Right. Right. I mean, it, it exists, but (laughs) right. You know, I feel like Nintendo has been releasing stuff in America before Japan because of the Christmas season, especially Black Friday.
2: Yeah. Well, Japan's Black Friday is New Year's, right? I don't know. (laughs) That's when people buy stuff. They get their otoshidama, the New Year's uh, pocket money, and they go out and spend it on games. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, the first week of January or, you know, like, you know, 31st of December or whatever. That's when people buy stuff.
0: I suppose. It's also when people clean their house, apparently. <laughs>
2: yeah. That's right.
0: Like, you know, uh America has spring cleaning, Japan has
2: New Year's cleaning.
0: Right? New Year's cleaning, yeah.
2: There you go. Cool. So uh yeah, keep those tweets coming out at the Famicast. We uh appreciate all of them and we'll read them out as we have just done. And next, we've actually got a new seg- segment which we've never had before because we've now got our own iTunes feed.
3: Mm-hmm. So yeah. we can now
2: read out uh, iTunes reviews. So uh, this one actually comes from the UK iTunes store, but we'll be, we can read out uh, reviews from any region. But it just so happens that we have one from the UK this time. Um, so uh, username hacker alias dry wipe cat. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ty, this isn't you, right?
0: No, it's It's not me.
2: It's not your second alias or anything. Okay, Mr. Dry Wipe Cat uh, gave us a five-star review. Thank you very much. And he says, uh, we're an excellent podcast for anyone who's interested in Japanese culture slash lifestyle as well as video games. Uh, Is that true? I guess. Yeah, sure. Why not? uh, (laughs) Culture. We're a very cultured podcast.
0: Yeah, I I have lots of bacteria.
2: (laughs) There you go. That's the kind of culture you can expect from the fan cast. Mm-hmm. So yeah, thank you and keep the iTunes reviews coming in and uh we really appreciate it. Any region, all regions, we appreciate it. We're a multi region podcast, unlike Nintendo. <laughs> Damn. Burn. Burn, son. Roasted. <laughs> so yeah. Uh Danny, oh anybody wanna read the email? <laughs> No. <laughs> um
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, so we did get an email from our good pal Mr. Russ Reno, and from the UK, right?
2: Yeah. Yep. We, he gave he gave us loads of questions. So this oh, yeah. is part two of his list of questions.
1: Part two of fifty two. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this this question is driving in Japan better or worse than England or USA. Um, so, is anybody... That has
0: a very complicated answer. I feel like.
2: Mm-hmm. Driving in Japan. Well, i I've never driven in Japan. I have been driven many times <laughs> but <laughs> I haven't actually driven in Japan. Um the only foreign country I've ever driven in is, is the US, ironically. <laughs> wow. Really? <laughs> yeah, talking about, you know, driving on the wrong side, you know, you guys drive on the the wrong side, right? <laughs> yeah. Japan true. Japan and UK share the same we both drive the, on the correct left. way. The correct way to way on the left. Okay um so yeah that was yeah it's pretty uh interesting driving on the right in hawaii actually
1: oh you huh. want to go to hawaii <clears throat> pretty cool <laughs> well
0: <laughs> well let i want to say it for actually for driving um a, a thing you really have to keep in mind especially if you're from the usa is all these japanese towns and cities have existed for hundreds or thousands of years before cars and pavements <laughs> right. and things like that. Yeah. So, um finding your way around can be tricky.
2: Yeah. Well, that's just, you know, anything, isn't it? Bicycle, walking, anything. But yeah, yeah. you're just talking about planning the the town layout. Yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty crazy. Right. Yeah. Like in England I- we have 10 Green Road. You know, you know, forty-two Wood Lane. You know, you yeah. have uh, very easy methods of finding places in Japan. It's like you know, Narashino four dash six dash eight dash four, and you know, that's where you live. <laughs> yeah, you, you you don't see
1: typically with like street names and stuff like that. You don't see that. You don't there see a main names, street. No. Yeah, you, I mean, you have are, like
0: a building name and a number, which indicates when the building was built.
2: Uh, or well, well, you have areas. You have like the large area, which is the first number, and then it's split into smaller numbers, and then it's, you know, smaller areas in that. So that's why you have, you know, (laughs) 4-10-3-whatever. It's pretty crazy. You
0: just use the GPS on your phone. Yeah, that
2: exactly. that's the start and end of it right there. Pretty
0: much. That's that's
1: probably why pretty much every car you will ever buy in Japan comes with some kind of a GPS thing. I mean not every single one, but I think an overwhelming majority come with some kind of a GPS navigation system.
2: And also pre-installed. Mobile, mobile phones have had navigation, you know, way before smartphones, you know, phones had uh, you know, maps and navigation systems, you know, GPS built in. Sure. So, um, yeah, it hasn't been a problem for Japanese people to find their way around. And also, sure. you, get, you usually get printed out maps whenever you go anywhere, right? Uh-huh. Like if it's like you've, yeah. got a, you've got a meeting in some new town or whatever, they'll give you a map with exact right. directions <laughs> printed
0: Yeah, out. they'll send it to you by fax. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's true. It's so true. Oh, God. Which is how you connect to uh, Nintendo's online network you have to ask permission from iwata personally yeah exactly um so yeah driving it's it's very narrow the streets are very narrow i mean especially if you're coming from the u.s i could imagine it would be crazy narrow it maybe in the uk maybe it's not as shocking you know we have some narrow country lanes in the in the uk but yeah Japan is you know more along the lines of like the narrowest country lane you would ever ha- have in England that's like pretty much every road here <laughs> <laughs> especially when you're going somewhere urban you know trying to find someone's house it's pretty right, crazy right and the driving license tests you know they reflect that you know you have they've got these like little obstacle courses you know you might see them driving around you might see like a what do you call it a driving license uh, center Mm-hmm. And you'll see this little mock-up town that they've got built in this car park. And, you, you know, you have to navigate around these tiny little roads and not knock anything over.
0: <laughs> and they say nobody passes the first time. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I hear, depending on uh, your area or which prefecture you're in, they can become uh, very harsh tests.
2: Yeah, man. Very, very hard tests. Yeah. Which is why um, Americans can't easily get a Japanese license. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, no, you have to retake. Simple. You have to retake the test, don't you?
0: Uh, yeah. I think the rule is we can transfer our licenses, but they're only valid for one year. Yeah. That's so if you stay for more than one year, you have to take the test.
2: Because in America, don't you just drive down a straight road and then break and then you passed? The
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like you drive around <laughs> the block yeah. and you're good. Whatever.
2: Yeah. In the UK, it's more along the lines of Japan, so we're a bit more strict, so that's why we can transfer our licenses over fully without really doing much paperwork. Yeah. Uh But
0: but, uh, for other countries, uh, I hear it's like kind of a crapshoot as to whether your licenses will transfer or not.
2: Yeah, it is. (laughs) Good luck with that. Yep. It's an adventure. And it's expensive. Yeah, very, very expensive. It sucks. So... I would guess that's a pretty much a negative <laughs> on driving mm-hmm. in Japan. <laughs> Just take the trains. The trains are cheap and they're on time and they're never ever late. Right. Ever. <laughs> and if they are 30 seconds late, you get an apology. And yeah. I'm not joking. Yeah. I'm not, right, guys? Bite me up here. I'm no, not it's joking. True. Right? It, it's <laughs> true
0: for almost every train line. There are some exceptions that kind of suck, but for the most part, they'll treat you like a king. <laughs>
2: and the next part of russ's question you know um this is kind of like leaning into like you know onsen stories territory isn't it <laughs> so uh russ asks us for some reason on a video game podcast uh <laughs> what kind of high-tech goodness has gone into condom slash tampon vending machines <laughs> in japanese public toilets
3: hmm. <sighs> <laughs>
2: Thanks, Russ. Thanks for that question.
0: Have you guys seen any uh condom or tampon machines you can use your suika card on? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Do no. you hear that, kids? Your parents help you set it up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um, you know what? Literally across the street from my apartment, there is just a condom machine. Yeah, yeah, in I the was middle gonna say, of the street.
2: Well, they're just know. in the middle of the street. They don't even hide them. It's not like. Actually, you probably will never find one in the toilets. You're yeah, I. Probably more likely to find it in the street, right? And ne- next to a children's playground. You no, know,
1: seriously, it's it's a hop, skip, and jump jump away from
2: a kindergarten, and. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and ironically, it'll say something like "family planning" on it. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I didn't
1: even I didn't even notice it. I walked by this place for years before I was even living here. This this particular part of town, I was like, I didn't even pay attention, and. Then, one day, one of my buddies was like, you know, Josh, the guy who's spent on the podcast, I was like, dude, that's a condom machine. That's like, what? What, <laughs> what did you think it was? Chewing gum? I, I just didn't even pay any attention. I just, I was like, oh, that, th- there it is.
2: <laughs> that, that would make a brilliant photo, by the way, Danny, you know, that, that condom machine next to the kindergarten, just like, <laughs> line it up so they're both in the same shot and then just, uh, like with the family planning logo and <laughs> to say hashtag too late. I've like made <laughs> <laughs> a great photo. Oh, man. Hey, I'm not one to talk. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Russ finishes off with a list of prizes he wants for sending in all these great questions. Okay. Um, he wants a Panasonic Q, a crystal bo- body pillow, uh, 10 face slaps to James Jones. Done. I'll um, <laughs> <laughs> take care of that. A Donkey Kong arcade cabinet and a 14-night all-inclusive holiday to Japan. So yeah, we'll, uh, we'll try and arrange at least none of those to happen. <laughs>
0: you know, uh, before we started recording, I looked for the crystal body pillow. Oh, God. <laughs> I couldn't find one, but I did find the crystal like uh, mouse pad with the 3d boobs. you rest your wrist on. <laughs> oh,
2: That's real. Yes. You'll Thank- see
0: a picture of that uh, on our Twitter and everywhere.
2: Oh God. Yeah. Thanks for sending that over Skype as well, by the way. <laughs> oh, my pleasure. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, in all seriousness, though, Russ, yeah, um, uh, we will send you something. Uh, we'll send you a little, uh, toy from japan and uh yeah that's kind of a little hint about what we got something we got something cool planned for the christmas episode so uh, look forward to that right. yay um so yeah get your thinking caps on for more life in japan ideas yeah, yeah. <laughs> hopefully more safer work questions <laughs> yeah yeah there you go i think we're done Yeah,
1: that's going to do it. So we'll take another quick break here, and then we'll go ahead and close up the show. Oh, my God. Right, so we're gonna go ahead and bring the show to a close. But before we do that, we're gonna go ahead and give out our Twitter handles. So uh, if you want to find the Famicast, you can find us at uh, the Famicast on Twitter. Uh, also, if you want to send us an email, it's Famicast, no the, just Famicast at NintendoWilderport.com. Um, either one of those type of things, or even sort of reviews on iTunes. Please let us know what you guys think about us. Anything, please just let us know what you what you think we can do to improve the show. To let us know what you like. Uh, let us know. It cannot
2: be improved upon.
1: <laughs> it cannot be improved upon. I'm the one editing it, so it's not going to get any better than this. <laughs> so, if you want to follow me personally on Twitter, Danny Bivens, I'm at Danny Biv, D-A-N-N-Y-B as in boy I-V. Uh, James, how about you?
2: I'm uh, at Family Complicated. Anything with a good hyper-troll get gets a retweet. <laughs> That's yeah. Please you, do enjoy. You definitely are a goddamn troll, and I love it. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah, and uh, Ty, how about you, man?
0: Uh, My Twitter name is Super Cat Drugs. Mm-hmm. One word. Uh, you can find a lot of tweets about, you know, fighting games, uh, jokey anime stuff, and weird things in Japan that happened to me. <laughs> here's, nice. here's a tweet I, I posted the other week. I tried to pay a bill online. The website oh only accepts credit card payments from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. <laughs> this is the most Japanese thing ever to happen.
1: Awesome. <laughs> oh, man, that's
2: yep. awful. Um, a nice trolly tweet from me was, um, let's predict the exact date that Watch Dogs on Wii U reaches 14.99." <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> my, my guess is January 1st, 2015. I, I believe it. <laughs> And somebody immediately replied with, uh, two days after Black Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Hey, you know what? Um, On a
1: serious note, Black Black Friday, Uh, Watch Dogs is actually coming out on Wii U in Japan, which I was kind of surprised about. And um, that's coming out, I think, December 4th. So
2: people in Japan could not buy that, too. (laughs) So... If, yeah if you want to predict the sales for that game that's another fun game yeah i, I would guess in the single digits yeah Three. wait did that
0: come out on xbox one in japan <laughs> you tell oh, me yeah. i could go out yeah, and buy it and you can watch the number go up to like one
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's a fun game okay xbox one versus wii u watchdogs which sells most Dude. That's that's a good that's a good game. Go. It's that's gonna be one to one. Ty
1: versus Danny. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it might be like eleven to twelve or something like that. Copies. I mean, not thousands, obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. Oh, the the Star Wars trailer is about to hit live. Oh, we should uh, end this podcast now. We should definitely end. So, uh,
1: <laughs> James, uh, thank you very much for joining me here today. You're welcome, of course. Yeah, and Ty, always a pleasure, man.
0: Yeah, it's always a pleasure to have me on. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, I uh, hope you
1: guys enjoyed the show. We will catch you next time. Peace. The crew,
2: out!
0: Peace, brothers. No more PvP.
2: <laughs> Is that a drug?
3: <laughs>
0: player versus player.
2: Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of PC PC. Yeah, come on. <laughs> wow.
0: Play more video games.
3: Yo, and yo, the more I grow up And get my
1: life on track The more I feel myself getting pulled back The unbeatable odds that I'm
3: facing Got me thinking it's a game that I can't win Light like back when I was in school And they released Donkey Kong Country 2 That was a hard-ass game I never beat it, and I ain't been the same so when the stress starts pulling me under
1: I start feeling like I'm back in the jungle Trying to stab bananas like building blocks Might go ape shit on a million crocs Grab that barrel and put him to bed Hit a
3: motherfucking bumblebee over the head Bad guys stay on jade, it's like a drum line. I guess life is that way sometimes Sometimes life is impossible Like that one level With the thorns and when reptile pirates get the upper hand I can't understand Watch you make Hideous levels I got a whole bunch of bananas But why I try levels I swap. got a whole bunch of bananas But I ain't trying nothing for this level I got a whole bunch of bananas But I ain't trying nothing for Shoot I got a whole bunch of bananas But I ain't got nothing for S Got a whole bunch of bananas. Times when I'm flipping, bar sipping, car dipping, grandwood wood, grand gripping, steel tipping
2: on four phones, four phones, four phones, and no hoes, and no pockets, four flowing on that endo, GameCube, Nintendo,
3: 5% 10, so you can't see up in my window.
2: So it's about time somebody mentioned to the connectivity guys that um, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire isn't an actually an American TV show. Hey, fuck you. Yes, it is.
0: <laughs> uh, I thought every American TV show was ripped off from British TV shows.
2: Pretty much, pretty much. I think Jeopardy because
0: Because in America, we we have all these jerks that have to interject in every conversation to say the British version is better. <laughs> <laughs> and it's infuriating.
2: It's only British people are allowed to say that. I could imagine that being very annoying if it's an American saying that. Oh, they do. It happens. <laughs> it's only true if it's The Office.
1: Oh, come on. Well, okay, if you want to talk about the length of all that, okay, yeah, sure.
2: I'll tell you, I
1: mean, the, the first few seasons are really good, and then it just kind of just goes downhill, and it comes back up, and then it just stops because it should have.
2: I love both, being in different ways. Right. Yeah, definitely. Anyway. So that's the outtakes for you, Danny. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. GameCube Nintendo. Eight player Smash, my place. It's crazy. How many women are coming?
0: <laughs> Maybe one?
2: Hey! <laughs> Poor
0: girl. <laughs> right? GameCube Nintendo. You what, mate? I'm back. Yay.
2: Is Dathaniel
0: there? Uh, I guess not. Guess not. Let's fuck up some Killer Instinct names.
2: Who who we got left? Um,
0: Jago. Hell, hello.
2: Chief Chief
0: <laughs> Chief racist. <laughs> I, I I listen. Uh, I say that because one of my best fighting game friends is Native American. And so he that gives he, you the right. It,
3: no, he is <laughs> fucking
0: sick of Native American stereotypes in fighting games. Mm. So like uh, he he just calls them all racist, and you know I pretty much agree. So I don't even call him Chief Thunder. I just call him Chief Racist.
2: You just want to hey, pipe down there, uh, tomahawk.
0: <laughs> Yo, right? <laughs> if you watch, uh, okay, in in the Killer Instinct one arcade version. We need just l- let the game, you know, cycle by itself without any credits in it. It goes through the character profiles, mm-hmm. and it it says like this ridiculous bullshit for Chief Thunder, <laughs> like he's the protect, the mystical protector of Native Americans. Amen. And it's just so goddamn retarded.
1: Native Americans and, are proud,
0: and hence he is Chief racist.
3: <laughs>